Amen. All right, so Leadership September. Let me put my phone on silent here. Uh, leadership for September, the second principle. I'm using the outline from Warren Wiersbe's book, um, Ten Powerful Principles for Christian Service. Um, so the second principle is the nature of, of ministry is service. The nature of ministry is service. Jesus said, I am among as one who serves. So our service should model that of Jesus. You know, he came to serve. So we, we're not here to uh, be served, but to serve. It's our English word for minister comes from the Latin. Uh, it means subordinate, uh, a servant, an attendant. One, or it speaks of one who takes the lowest rank. You see, it's not an elevated position, nor should it be a posture uh, that, I, that I am uh, a leader. I am a leader, but I'm a servant leader, uh, just like Jesus. Jesus didn't uh, posture himself, but he humbled himself and took the lowest part of, of a servant. You see, being a servant in Romans times was very demeaning. It was a demeaning uh, position. And today as well, we, we view submission and service is viewed as a kind of a pick and choose. I, I want to pick and choose what kind of service I give to God. But you see, we are God's servants. And I can be a servant in areas that... I like, you know, and, and that that's not what we see in Scripture, you know, because we pick and choose where I want to be a servant or where I want to offer submission or service. But the Lord calls us to be servants and reverent and submissive in service in all areas of our life. The Bible talks about how we are viewed in the workplace uh, with those who are harsh uh, I'm to be a servant and submissive in, in there as well as in the home. You know, God has given us a context of being servants in our home and even in our roles and responsibilities as husbands and wives and children in school, in marriage and in the church. There's a there's an area of submission. Warren Worsby said that there's no question in Paul's mind that as ministers, ministers are servants of God and to God's people. And we are called servants for Jesus' sake. 2 Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 5. You see, there's a special nourishment. We should get a special nourishment out of service. Jesus said in the Gospels, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and it's to finish the work. John chapter four, verse 34. So Jesus says it's it's a special nourishment. I'm called to do his will, not my will. And a lot of times we, we pick and choose where uh, I want to serve. Or I want to I want to how I want to be submissive. Um, so we're called to do his will, number one, and we're called to finish the work. We're, we're called to um complete that work and be faithful in the work as God's servants. Warren Wiersbe said there should be a lack of loss of the luxury of saying no. 
You know, a lot of times we say no to God um, and we shouldn't say no to God. You know, he's called our Lord. But do we say, no, Lord, it doesn't make sense because Lord means master. So I'm at his beckoning. You see, the Bible warns us that service and ministry can be self-centered. It can be self-centered. The Bible warns about this in Romans chapter 16, verse 17 through 18. uh, It says of their own belly. We can be serving out of our own belly. And that speaks of the innermost part of of man or our soul, our feelings, our choice. And you see, when we serve in ministry for self-serving situations or a self-serving attitude... There, there are always outward manifestations, outward manifestations of what's taking inward. And Romans chapter 16, verse 17 through 18 says that, that they're carnal problems. And a lot of times we have carnal problems in the church as there's a result of what's taking place in the heart. You know, we see, we'll see divisions, offenses, you know, problems in the church. You see, these problems come from an attitude uh, a carnal attitude from those who serve in ministry. You know, we could have a carnal attitude when it comes to in, in ministry. And a lot of times I really have to check my own heart. You know, a lot of times I have people coming up to me and they'll say, well, th- there's so-and-so brother or so-and-so sister. And a lot of times we have to check our own heart to whether the reason and the motive of why I'm, 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 uh, I'm I'm doing things. Am I uh, a wing or a weight? <laughs> so I, I have to check my my heart. And there with with God uh, in service, there should be no. I should be open to serve. First uh, Corinthians chapter six verse twenty says, "For you were bought with a price. Therefore, glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God. So you belong to God." Warren Wiersbe said, as slaves uh, did, they never, they never, um, they submitted and to whatever they were told, you know, they, they, they did it regardless of the assignment, whether or not they liked it or not, they just submitted to them. But a lot of times we do say no. And I got to ask myself, how many times do I say no, Lord? Or how many times do I just serve uh, on my terms when God wants me to do so much more or something different? And, and I, it's, it's ministry becomes more about me than serving on his terms. You know, how many times do we serve on hours that benefit us rather than the needs of the body? How many times do we serve for 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 and with only certain people? Um, how many times do we serve when we're only offered certain roles and responsibilities. Um, you know, I really have to check my heart. You see, ministry, everyone here is in ministry, but ministry doesn't start when you get to your post, when you get to your classroom, when you get on stage. It, it doesn't take, it doesn't start when your event starts or, or your, 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 your ministry uh, comes up. Uh, ministry is who you are. You're a minister of Jesus Christ and it's who you represent. And it, and it starts uh, all the time. 
I'm always in ministry role. I'm always at his beckoning. You know, just think of, of the disciples. They were in ministry. Jesus would tell them, go get a boat. They had no problem getting a boat. They had no problem getting a donkey. They had no problem um, setting up the, they, the, um, the Passover. And I'm sure they cleaned up. But they were at his beckoning. And a lot of times we have this view of ministry that, it, that it, it just, it's just this or it's just that. Um, ministry is a continual uh, being available at, at the Lord's beckoning. And there are a lot of things, you know, just walking around the building. This is your church. This is the ministry in which you serve. So if you see a, a chair out of line, fix the chair. <laughs> You know, that's ministry. Why? Because you want to give God glory. You know, if you if you see if you see cobwebs, uh, you know, don't come over and say, hey, Pastor Tony, can you go get those cobwebs? You know, um, you know, take care of them. This is this is your church. Um, that's that's ministry. We're, we're, we're to be at the Lord's beckoning. And a lot of times uh, as ministers, we we. We just reserve ministry for certain roles and responsibilities. And then we check in and check out. Um, but as uh, God has called us to be shepherds and, and stewards of all the things that we see in ministry uh, as shepherds, because you guys are shepherds under shepherds. And those in leadership are under shepherds. Uh, there's two uh, functions of, of a shepherd. Um, A shepherd is tasked with the, the care of, of God's people. That, that's, that's one of our, our roles and responsibilities. As, as a shepherd, number one, as under shepherds, we're entrusted with the responsibility and the care of God's people. See, you guys are in leadership. So you guys are, you guys are responsible for the care for God's people. Not just Pastor Joe and me, you guys. And so I have to pray, Lord, help me to care for your people. And a lot of times we, we're so familiar with our, with, our, with our group that we're around that we, we fail to care for God's people. We, we, become familiar, we become familiar strangers. So try to um, get to know God's people. You know, the, as shepherds, we're to know the sheep. So, uh, and a lot of times we, we get so familiar and, and we group up at church and that's okay. You know, we, we do have fellowship. We do have friends here, but a lot of times people come in and, and we're grouped up and, and, and we see people come in and they leave and they come in and they leave year after year. We don't even know their names. Um, we should gather them in. They should be part of the body of Christ. They should be part of a family. So as under shepherds, we're entrusted with the number one, we're entrusted with the responsibility and care of God's people. Number two, we are to offer them the God's people uh, biblical guidance as shepherds. Jesus told us to feed sheep. So we're to encourage uh, the people with God's word. Number three, uh, the shepherd was to lay his life down for the sheep. So, you know, am I am I laying my life down for God's people? Am I am I laying my life down for to protect them and to care for them? Uh, Number four, we're called to uh, tend sheep and and to be watchful over them. We're to to be 
caring for the people that are around us. Uh, we're to be watchmen. But a lot of times we get busy and we're so busy, even in ministry sometimes, to care for people. Um, that we're, we're, we're busy doing stuff. It's the Lord's stuff. But stuff comes secondary. God's people come first. So if I have a meeting or if I have, uh, if I have a meeting or an event to plan, plan it after the people leave. Why? Because the people need, we need to care for God's people. Uh, we need to tend the sheep. We, we, we can't be too busy uh, for the sheep. Another role of a shepherd is we're to guard the sheep. We're to guard the sheep. We're to watch the little sheep and the big sheep. Why? Because they, they could be in vulnerable situations. And we're called as, as under shepherds to guard the sheep. We're also called as, as shepherds to lead sheep. Lead sheep. And that's by being example to them. You know, are we being an example of faithfulness, of, of love and care? Uh, because those around us are going to be like us. And we want to we lift them up. So we want to lead uh, the sheep by example. We can't drive the sheep, but we lead the sheep. They follow. And as shepherds and shepherdesses, um, one of the main functions of a shepherd is to be an attendant or a physician. You know, we're, we're to be physicians. The shepherds out in the, in the fields were physicians to the sheep, you know. Uh, I remember having a, a German shepherd a long time ago. And, and German shepherds, you know, sometimes their, their ears get a little bit up. And, you know, some dogs get ear, you know, you have to put medicine on their ears. And um, the same thing, you know, with the care of sheep, you know, they, they need the oil uh, on them uh, to to keep protect them, protect their ears. So we're to be looking out for them and we're to pray for them. We're to pray for the sheep. A lot of times people come in here and you could see by their demeanor that they're going through heavy, heavy stuff. You know, me and Donald were out in the parking lot and me and Donald were talking about the things that go, are going on in our lives. And they're they're pretty heavy. But and then one lady walked up and she just poured out her heart. And me and Donald just looked at each other. and I was like, wow, wow. And a lot of times, you know, it, we have to be sensitive now we're praying for that lady in her circumstance and with her kids but a lot of times you know we, we can't see that we lose that and as shepherds and shepherdesses we we need to pray that god would give us wisdom and discernment that we would help them with their spiritual hygiene we, we would lift the people up we would lift them up that we would notice something's wrong with my brother and sister we should be familiar you know when i when i come into the house uh, at, at at my house I know when my dog does something wrong, I could see it in her demeanor. She's right away. I come in the house and she's, she's cowering. Hey, what did, and I say, what did you do? But I I could tell in the demeanor of my dog. Okay. Uh, But, but two, we, we could, we should know each other. We should be familiar enough with each other to know something's wrong. Uh, and, And we need to pray for each other. You know, the Bible tells us that we should bear one another's burdens. Um, so how can we bear the people's burdens if we don't know the people? So I want to encourage you guys to, to, to start knowing the people. Um, to get familiar with the unfamiliar. 
Because there are people who come here week after week. And and I thought of a lady just as I came up here. And and I've seen her for almost a year come here. And I don't know her name. And I try to know everyone's name. um, Why it's important. Um, I had a lady lady come in the other um, probably about uh, three months ago. And she... An, an older lady, she sits here in the congregation and she says, I'm lonely. I'm lonely. I have no one to talk to. And I invited her to my class. Come on Friday mornings. Can you make it on Friday mornings? Come to my class. You know, just so that she can meet some other people. But we, we really have to be sensitive to the people uh, of, that God brings here. We need, they, they need to know that they're loved and they're cared for. Um, so as, as shepherds, we're called to be physicians, uh, uh, as attendant physicians and their spiritual hygiene, but also warning them against uh, unhealthy moral hygiene as well. And as shepherds, as shepherds and shepherdesses, we're called in, in a role of rescuing sheep, rescuing sheep. So I need to pray, Lord, uh, is there sheep set, you know, some who are in danger uh, I, I need to pray for them. Why aren't they here? I need to pray for them. Maybe I need to call them. I need to have concern for, for God's people. You see, being shepherds and shepherdesses, uh, there are demands. There are demands for us. Okay? Uh, vigilance. There, there, there's a demand for vigilance. Prudence. The quality or... Uh, uh, or fact of being prudent, wise, in practical affairs. Uh, being cautious. Uh, using discretion. And we have to have a level of courage to speak the truth and love when it isn't, isn't popular. You know, I, I don't want to uh, give anyone the false sense of, of security. Also, being a shepherd and shepherdess uh, involves skill. I need I need to have skill in the word of God. Why? Because the people are going to come and they they they're going to need my my love and my support. But they're also going to need biblical care. And as as men and women of the word of God, Second uh, Timothy, chapter two, verse 15 uh, tells us that we should study to show ourselves approved of God, a workman who doesn't need to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. So uh, I want to give them what they need. I want to give them the word of God. I just don't want to give them, you know, I'm going to give them love. I'm going to give them care. But ultimately, they need biblical guidance. So I want to be able to direct them in the right way. And one of the greatest principles that we need as shepherds and shepherdesses, the greatest need that God's people need is love. They need to know we love them. We love them. But if we're too busy, we, you know, or we don't make time for them. Um, how will they know we love them? Love is love is a verb. You know, so look for the unfamiliar that God has brought here. You know, Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, verse 35, I was a stranger and you took me in. You know, the, the people who come here shouldn't be strangers. They should be family. They're part of the body. You know, I, I, I know what my finger looks like. I know what my toes look like. They're, they're part of my body. And so all the people who come here are part of the body. But a lot of times they can feel dislocated. They could feel unloved. Like the, the lady that I talked to here in the front. Um, 
So, uh, you know, so we have to have a love for God's people. They shouldn't be strangers as they're part of the body. But Jesus asked Peter three times, Simon, do you love me? So the under shepherd, we, we are called to love the shepherd. And that's the most important part of ministry. We love God. We love the good shepherd. Uh, we are, we're also to love his sheep. We're, we're called to love his sheep. You see, in ministry, Paul took it personal when it came to those he served. He was in a role of a parent. So I have to have a, 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 a shepherd's view of the people. But Paul also went a little deeper and he says, I have a parental view of God's people. I'm going to treat them like sons and daughters. They should be very, very precious to me. Um, Warren Wiersbe said, The Heavenly Father wants His children under the care of spiritual parents who can feed them, who can disciple them, and discipline them, and protect them. Paul said in 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verses 1-6, through 6, he's speaking the context of, he says, But we were gentle among you, just as nurse, nurse, a nursing mother cherishes her own children. You know, that was Paul's heart for God's people. And I, and I, I really need to pray for my heart that, that they would know that, I, that, that we love them. You know, I, I, can't give, I can't be around for everybody. But look at you all have a circle. You know, you all, you know, you all watch them when they come in. Be there for them. Uh, pray that God would bring that person, that that lady wouldn't be lonely. That she would have a friend here. You know, for some reason, I don't know, she approached me and she said, you know, I'm not, I, I, I'm lonely. I need, I, I, I need a friend. And I, and so I encourage her to come on, on Friday mornings. Why? Because we have some seniors here and we, we have people who are available at that time. So, you know, we're, we're called to uh, love them and, and uh, support them and feed them and discipline them. But Paul also says that we're, we're called to protect them. But he says, we were gentle among you just as a nursing mother cherishes her own children. And Paul said in First, uh, first Thessalonians chapter 5, verse uh, 7, that he exhorted them and he, he comforted them. And he charged every one of them as a father, his own children. So, you know, pray for your role and responsibility Pray that we, you know, we would love God with all our hearts and that it would be manifested that we love his people. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we we look at this study, Lord, and, and you've called us to service, Lord. Uh, but you've called us to be shepherds and in a parental role, uh, role among your people. Uh, the nature of ministry is service, Lord. But uh, if if we don't have love, it means nothing. Lord. So, Father, help us to have a love uh, for you and a love for your people, Lord. Help us to um, receive that uh, work of your Holy Spirit in and through us, Lord. Uh, we pray, Lord, for the, the things that you've called us to do in ministry, Lord. We, would, we pray, Lord, that we would do your will. Father, we pray, Lord, that we would finish well. Father, that we would finish... Uh, running, Lord. 
the race that is set before us. Lord, we pray, Lord, that we wouldn't say no, Lord, that ministry wouldn't be self-centered, but it would be Christ-centered, Lord. And the manifestations would be the people would be growing in the grace and the knowledge of you, that they would uh, come together in unity, as Ephesians chapter four says. Lord, we pray, Lord, that any attitude that doesn't glorify you here, starting with my own heart, Lord, Father, that you would uh, take away that that area that doesn't glorify you. Father, that we would be a people who say yes. Father, for we know we as a people who are bought with a price, Lord. So we pray, Lord, that in all things we would glorify you as a body, Lord. So, Father, I I thank you for my brothers and sisters, Lord. I, I thank you that we're a teachable people, Lord. We pray, Lord, that we're a yielding people, Lord. And, Father, as I prayed last night when uh, we were in uh, in my bed, Lord, I, I I rather you take me than I cause you shame. So, Father, I pray, Lord, that each one of us, Lord, would finish well. Father, we pray for an outpouring of your Holy Spirit upon us, Lord. And, Father, we we pray, Lord, that we would be men of the word and prayer and uh, our fellowship would be sweet and edifying, Lord. And, Father, that we would be a good witness to those outside. But, Father, I pray, Lord, that uh, those who come here and were entrusted with our care would know that we love them. And, Father, we pray, Lord, that we would be good shepherds and shepherdesses, Lord. Father, do continue to do a work in and through us, Lord. We love you, Father. We thank you for the work that you began here, Lord. We know that you're faithful to complete it, Lord. So, Father, have your way, Lord. Bless the ministry. We thank you for the baptism and, and what we experience, Lord. And I thank you that we're already working on the next baptism, Lord. Uh, so, Father, we just thank you for uh, September starting off with the women's studies, Lord. We pray, Lord, that you'd bless them. Father, that the women would would uh, uh, just uh, receive all that you have for them. We thank you for the men's study that's coming up, Lord. And Father, that the men would uh, take their roles and responsibilities and and grow and, Father, and encourage one another. And, Father, I thank you for the ambassadors class, Lord, uh, that we would uh, be equipped, ready to give an answer for the hope that lies within us, Lord. So, Father, we thank you for uh, Pastor Joe, Lord, and, and Father, bringing him back, Lord. And, and uh, thank you for his zeal uh, for the word and your people, Lord. And, Father, help us in that area of fasting, Lord, because we want to see a supernatural work of your Holy Spirit in and through each one of us, Lord. So have your way. May we work together for your glory and the people's good. Thank you, Father. We praise you. In Jesus' name we all say amen. God bless you all.